Welcome to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Hey guys, I'm Jasmine. A registered dental hygienist. There's my teeth. Traveler, fashionista. Ooh la la. When she's not helping people with their smile, she's making them smile. <laughs> Enlightening, honest, funny. I'm a cheese head, duh. This is Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra, and you're listening to her podcast. We are on air, everyone, with Just Flossett. Thanks for tuning in again today as I have another special guest this week. Uh, this one is a IG influencer that I met through Philip Sonicare's um, campaign that I was in for about two and a half years, which I absolutely love doing. I am a huge fan of Philip Sonicare. I love this Instagram influencer. She's so, so sweet. I've never actually met her in person. So this is going to be another interesting podcast that I've never had a physical conversation with other through our DMs. So welcome to our first date. But before I get started, you know that I have to tell you who this episode is sponsored by, and that is OrthoBuddy. My mom and I tried OrthoBuddy before even bringing it up to your guys' attention, and I absolutely loved it. I will admit I was a little bit hesitant, but after using it a few times with my mother, I realized that the bristled toothbrush is so soft. And it is just the perfect 360 degree toothbrush that is used to decrease plaque, help patients that are poor brushers, and turn them into awesome ones. It prevents white spot decalcification, cavities, and gum issues by cleaning all around and in between the brackets, elastics, and up to the gums. It is so easy to use, safe and effective, and you can find them on their website, orthobuddy.com or their Instagram, ortho underscore buddy. I have been such a huge fan of them and I love that they offer um, in-person trials, uh, basically like a meet and greet and they bring you lunch like a lunch and learn and you are able to try the brush out for yourself for your team and also be able to sell them to your patients so it is absolutely perfect for those going through ortho we all know that we have those patients that struggle with ortho and they could definitely use it that being said let's get started this morning I slept in. It's my Friday and uh, it is so nice sleeping in and not waking up to an alarm. But my dogs seem to uh, get agitated if I don't wake up by the alarm. So regardless of whether my alarm is set or not, they are kind of like my personal alarms. They try to not bother me, but somehow they still jump on the bed. They're laying right next to me. They're watching my every move. If I switched from the the left to the right, (laughs) they're in my face like, oh, mom's up, mom's up. She's going to give us a treat. She's going to feed us. She's going to take us for a walk or she's going to let us out to go potty. And it is just like, now I've gotten a glimpse of what it feels like to have children. Not that dogs are anywhere near having children, but at least I could see what it's like. I'm kind of taking in all these moments of, okay, Jasmine, like, enjoy this time because you're not going to have this time forever. (laughs) Yesterday, I shared with you guys on my Instagram story, I'm going through my third IUI treatment for infertility. The numbers looked so good. My husband's swimmers looked really strong, um, probably the most we've ever had, which is so cool. Um, 
my lining looked perfect. I'm giving you guys all the deets because I don't know how much I'm supposed to tell or not supposed to tell. <laughs> um, I will admit I was a little, um, like uncomfortable yesterday at the, during the appointment. It feels like a big pinch when they do the insemination. And then later on in the night, I never, ever take <clears throat> any like medication but I definitely had to take a Midol last night because your girl was cramping so bad. I feel so good this morning, optimistic and happy. And now it's just for the two-week waiting period. Thank you guys so much for all your encouraging messages and positive messages on my last post that I shared that I was going through my third treatment yesterday on Thursday. I feel so grateful for every single one of you, and like I've told you guys many times before, I would not be just Fawcett without you. All right, let's get on to a happier note and get on my special guest for today. Um, let's call her up. Let's call baby girl up. Okay, let me get her on that hotline bling again. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look for her phone number. All right, got it. Okay, here it goes. I'm so nervous. Hi. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for being a um, guest on my podcast this week. I haven't told anybody who you are yet. I just said I'm inviting one of my friends from my Philip Sonic Care team that I was on for a couple years. And so you're here. <laughs> I know. I miss being on a team with you. I do. I know. It was so fun. It was a good run. Um, I really enjoyed working for Philip Sonic Care. And I think it's an excellent electric toothbrush and I feel so honored to have even been like a part of the whole campaign so and then to meet you guys of course through it yeah uh we expanded as you saw and it's been even more an adventure nice so I haven't introduced you yet as your name so why don't we give the crowd a good welcome this is it's Zoe right Yes, it's Zoe. Okay. Or, or her Tooth handle, Tooth Fairy Zoe. <laughs> Tooth Fairy Zoe, which I love. It's all one word. There's no spacing in between, but you can find her on her handle, Tooth Fairy Zoe. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm learning, too. I do know that you are a professor um, as well as a clinical dental hygienist, and I would love to learn more. Yeah, so part-time professor during the fall and spring, full-time dental hygienist at a DSO, and then um, a little bit of a part-time Instagram influencer, but nowhere near just Flosset level. No, no, no. I'm part-time too. <laughs> um, okay, so you said DSO. I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't? Okay, so Dental <clears throat> Service Organization, or, you know, some people call it corporate. Okay, nice. I yeah, just so, learned something new today. Oh, <laughs> I feel like every podcast from every person that I interview, I learned something new. So thank you. You just shed some light on something I had no yeah, idea about. Other people can learn too. Yeah. So you said you're a press professor for two semesters, correct? Yes. Um, what do you teach? Just clinically. Ooh. Yeah. So all hands on. Very fun. 
Do you love it? Like, is this something that you wanted to do early on in your career? That was honestly always the end game. Um, And I am obtaining my bachelor's degree currently so that I can do that full time, hopefully in the future. Oh, nice. Working towards the goals. Yeah. So I know a lot of people message me on my stories asking, you know, how how do I go from becoming a dental hygienist to becoming a professor? Like, that's my end goal. I have so many people that message me that. So do you mind explaining the pathway that you took to get to where you're at today? Yeah, so um, I have an associate's and I started my bachelor's, but I don't have it. Um, But as long as I'm working towards my bachelor's, I can teach at an associate community college for dental hygiene. But I did have to have three years clinical experience. That was a must. So good to know. I mean, what's the worst they can say? No. Yeah. I mean, I've heard plenty of no's in my life and uh, (laughs) I didn't let that stop me. And I don't think anybody else should allow no to get in their way too. Were you nervous to carry like dental hygiene clinically, being a professor and going back to school? Oh, I'm still nervous doing it. (laughs) It's still a lot on the plate, especially when you add in the wedding planning right now. Um, it's a lot, but I love it, and I think that's what keeps me going, that and my fiancé is always encouraging, so. So he liked it, and he put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How long have you guys been together for? Um, two and a half years, so honestly, not that long, but we just know. Oh, how did he pop the question? at home after work I was in my scrubs wasn't it during quarantine like when Um, we were on strict lockdown kind of yeah yes definitely I remember I think you posted a video and it was so darn cute I loved watching that I'm so happy for you guys I remember the feeling of being engaged and you just feel on cloud nine now for all the people that are listening do you wear your engagement ring to work I don't. I never have ever since I got it. Um, I'm honestly just scared of the diamond, like ripping the glove, you know, infection control is huge um, or just losing the diamond. Okay, so I've received some heat for this. Not like a lot, but a few times. Like, why don't you wear your wedding ring to work or your engagement ring, whatever. For me, I feel the same exact way. Like, first of all, I don't want my wedding ring or my engagement ring in someone's dirty mouth. (laughs) Like, there is so much bacteria in there. And secondly, mine sits high, my diamond. It's like a cushioned whatever setting. And um, so if I were to put a glove on it, it would rip it immediately. And thirdly, I am so scared of accidentally throwing away my ring. Like, if my hand shrinks or whatever and I accidentally throw it away with my glove, that would be the end of me. Exactly. <laughs> or washing it away down the drain. Ah. Oh. 
yeah it's uh, yeah no thank you so (laughs) I'm okay like I love that I get to put it on on the weekends and it's just that it's a treat it's really a treat um and two my husband's like oh you have your wedding ring on today I'm like I know (laughs) it's it's kind of like I mean we've been married for almost six years so wow yeah uh it's it's gone it's been fun it's been really really fun we actually got married in October of 2015 and I started school in 2016 so it was like a huge life-changing period for us as a couple and yeah we made we basically like left our town home and we moved in with my parents and just kind of lived very minimal to be able to afford dental hygiene so I could go to school and walk away debt-free. And we were newly married and then living with our parents. So I'm sure you could imagine the story there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I, if I look back, when I look back at it in the grand scheme of things, it was, I wouldn't have done it any other way. And I'm really, really happy that I pushed myself to do it. And I'm so excited for you that you get to marry the love of your life. It's the most beautiful, magical day. I feel like that it's just, it's princess like. <laughs> yeah, our date is also in October. So oh, is sharing. it? Oh yeah, my gosh. This that. year? Yeah, this year. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's October the date? 8th. 8th. October 8th. Ours is yeah. the 10th. We're literally Tenth? two oh. days apart. Yeah. So yours is 10, 8, 20, 21. Yeah. Love it. Love it. It's is a beautiful month. Here in Cali, it's like the perfect weather. I love the fall. Where do it. you live currently? Ohio. No, very northwest. Like right in, I'm like 15 minutes from Indiana in the same from Michigan, so it's really in the peak there. Ohio State Buckeyes. I only know that yeah. from the Drake song. Sorry. <laughs> funny. I love Drake. Too, so. You do? <laughs> yeah. I would have never yeah. have pictured you to like hip hop. If I wasn't marrying my fiance, I would be marrying Drake. Like that's oh, what it is. Shoot. <laughs> Does he know that? <laughs> yeah, there's some jealousy there. Oh yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that jealousy. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen his dance moves drake's what? dance moves not in person i really <laughs> want to attend a concert so you totally should i've been to one and he was he was a pretty <gasps> cool performer he's oh. pretty rad to see i think you would really like him but i don't i would probably take your husband with you <laughs> or maybe not i don't know <laughs> what's your favorite song by drake um all of them all of them. Uh, yeah, all of them. I love some old school Drake and some new Drake for sure. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite song is Best I Ever Had. Oh, yeah, that's an old school one. That's yeah. Like, what, 2014 or something like that? Is it? I thought maybe. I can't maybe remember. Even older, I thought it was like 2009. Oh. Because wow. I'm pretty sure when that song came out, I was dating my high school sweetheart that I was with for like four years oh yeah yeah it it didn't work out but (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure that song was out during that time because I remember oh thinking of that song yeah, yeah you know how you can listen to music and you remember a certain period in your life of when that song came out or was playing a lot on the radio or whatever it may be yeah that's I, what powerful yeah. music that's the power of music, and unfortunately, that song brings me back to that time, but it's not associated with him, which I'm totally fine with, um, but yeah, I, I really like that song. Mm. So, on a different note, aside from that guy, <laughs> um, it didn't work out, as you could see. Uh, he broke my heart many, many times, and he was a loser, and I hope he's listening to his podcast. <laughs> he's probably not he's like who the hell is she just lost it that's weird um okay so i asked my followers on my story to give us some topics or questions to talk about so why don't we jump right into those yeah what do we have all right i don't know if you had any but here are a few of mine lucy rdhap 101 said are we invited to her wedding um i have over invited to my wedding Uh i'm really hoping that some people don't come not in a bad way just in a we don't have enough seating kind of way (laughs) (laughs) so i don't think we can extend the guest list but it would be so fun sorry no paparazzi no um (laughs) you have to be a vip special guest to her wedding i didn't even get an invite so (laughs) don't feel bad i'm just kidding i'm totally like pulling it that's a long flight i don't know (laughs) (laughs) all right next question um younger underscore good she asked advice for experiencing burnout and hygiene Ooh, that's a solid question yeah that is um I have some insight on it. Like, I know you've said many times, and I agree completely, do not work five days. Don't do it. <laughs> like, four days is my happy place, for sure. But I know that not everyone, you know, can do that. Um, also, I go to my chiropractor and massage therapy. I have to have it. Um, what do you think? That's a great question. Um, I went from working five days a week for almost three years, two and a half, three years, and I cut back to four. And I must tell you, I am such in a happier physical, mental mindset. My body doesn't hurt like it used to. My neck doesn't hurt like it used to. Um, I'm not as stressed Um, I also feel like I get a weekend to myself by having that third day off, but I'm also in a different predicament, I feel like, than other people, Um, and I know you are as well. I'm also a social media influencer, so I was balancing five days a week, you know, full-time, then coming home and spending two to three hours responding to people and making social media content on my off days. So typically I would only have one day to myself to kind of catch up on my life at home. So laundry, cleaning the house, um, grocery shopping, any shopping that I had to do for us. um, It just got to be so overwhelming. 
And I really regret doing that to myself because I kept thinking dollar signs, dollar signs, dollar signs. Like all I wanted to do was hustle and make money because I was so sick of being that broke, poor student that I once was. But you realize like you are going to be okay without that extra cushion of, I mean, for me, I gave up four four Fridays. So that was an additional like $1,200 for me a month. And I had to be okay mentally with losing that and replacing it with my happiness. Yes. And I am so much happier. I'm thriving <laughs> like in my heart. And when I go to work, I fully show up because I'm just so happy to be there. And it sounds really, really cheesy, but that's kind of how I feel. So best advice for burnout is take a step back and reevaluate what makes you happy in life. And is it the quality of life or the money aspect of life? And money will always come and go. And remind yourself where you came from, where you first started, how you weren't making that money once upon a time, probably. Um, And you're going to be okay. Yeah, you made it through that time not making that money. Yeah, and now, you know, you make more money. So you'll be okay if you take one day off for yourself. Even if it's like every other, every other date. So every other Friday or every other Monday, like try doing that. Maybe just having two, three-day weekends a month will fulfill your heart and I would try that like step into it maybe and if you really like it then you can really go (laughs) full out with no Fridays or Mondays whatever day you choose question that was a great question okay on to the next one bundle period of period Anna said how don't you let patience energy slash mood affect you Dun dun dun. Mm. <laughs> um, I feel like I shake it off. I'm really good at shaking it off because we're in such a fast paced environment that I can't let that affect my next patient and how I treat them. You know, you just have to smile big behind your mask and move on. Sometimes coworkers can help me get through it too. They'll be like, oh, Zoe, you know, you know, you're better than that if they said something rude or whatever it is. Yeah, shake it off, smile, be nice. Yeah, I always try to, like, kill them with kindness. Yes. Um, I feel like that's the best way. And sometimes, and I've said this so many times on my podcast, but just reminding yourself that it's not you that they're probably going through something in their life and unfortunately you're just the first line of person that they see to attack and or their punching bag for that day and so just remind yourself that it's not you it's them (laughs) and just keep going like no matter what put a smile on your face and oh my gosh we lost her holy moly hold on one second i gotta call her I don't know what happened. I think it's the Ohio line. I think it is also. (laughs) It's totally fine. I think we got our point across for that one. So we're totally fine. Um, Okay, so should we hop on to more questions? Yeah, yeah. All right. 
Um, let's see. I don't know if I'm saying this right because it's like a lot of uh things in her candle. Yes. Uh yeah. Yalit Martinez Rodriguez. Oh, I think you did pretty good. Okay. I think so too. Yeah. What do you think about patients who do not use fluoride toothpaste? Oh, my heart breaks. <laughs> My heart breaks. I try to educate them, you know, and tell them this is an ingredient we know helps prevent cavities, but I try not to be too pushy because, you know, just like, say, the vaccine, everyone has a right to their own body. I 100% agree. I think at the end of the day, like, every person has their own opinion and they're still going to do whatever they feel is right in their hearts and they have every right to make that decision for themselves and like chloe said i also take the time to like educate them and i just say look there's a very small percentage of fluoride in toothpaste and it's not a toxic amount for your body if you are ingesting a lot of it Yes, it is toxic to your body. Like anything, really, if you intake a lot of pretty much anything, like calcium, uh, vitamin C, it becomes toxic to your body. But the ADA has gone through so many clinical trials on different types of dental products and make sure that they look for the seal of approval, the ADA, and they will find that they're going to be just okay. And oftentimes... Um, you know, I don't know if they know this, but fluoride is also, I believe in like it from school, I think it was like chicken, seafood, tea, coffee. Um, so fluoride is in a lot of things that we probably consume on a daily basis and also in our community water, my community water, at least. I know it's not in all, but and I know that they put it in a lot of community waters. It uh, community water also, um, and honestly, that's why I drink tap water. I prefer tap water. I do too. And I really I do, do too. I prefer it. It's free. Yeah, it's free ninety nine. <laughs> um, and I didn't know. I did not learn that in school that fluoride is in these natural things. So I learned something on this podcast too. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Um. Like, what what foods contain fluoride? I remember it being those, which I found so interesting um, because it's not something you would think would have it. I feel this concept can also be, um, like, compared to x-rays. You know, most people don't know that there's radiation everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I feel the same argument can be said about radiographs. All right, Aya underscore 94 underscore Aya. It might be Aya. I don't know. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Okay, I know. Let's see. I'm trying to see. Okay, I, I know what you guys would say to just enjoy time off school, but really, what books or one or two books can we read as we get into the program? I have seven months. Anatomy book, question mark. So what books would we recommend? She wants to read extra books. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I, I know that, okay, so I know you mentioned that you said, she said, like, I know you guys are going to say just to enjoy the time off school. 
I am going to 100% still go with that answer personally because you are going to learn so much information in the two two years that you are in the program and it's a it's an overload it's an overload amount and I would just suggest enjoy this time now but if you are a freaking (laughs) go-getter and you just want to get started I know that there's like a pre-dental hygiene book that we studied um, as a course in order to even apply to the program for one of the programs that I applied to Um, I don't remember the book but it was probably like a hundred pages I know it's baby blue and I'm sure if you look up pre-dental hygiene books you will find it and it just gives you like an overview of dental hygiene but really enjoy this time your life is about to be rocked like rocked and you will learn all the information I promise you in that two years and you are going to do exceptionally well if you study work hard and give it your all I agree I wouldn't overwhelm yourself um but I would recommend more like reading dental blogs and signing up for newsletters and reading magazines because there you're going to find like the newest information and it's also going to be very interesting it's going to keep your passion for hygiene alive oh i do love that that is some gr- that's a great recommendation okay rdh magazine is something that yes. i read oftentimes and i get so much great educational like information off of there. I love reading different insights that different hygienists write about or talk about. Um, didn't you write something for them? I did not. Okay. Um, Sorry, just well, kidding. Maybe one day. Yeah, I could totally maybe. see you doing that. <laughs> They're always looking, I feel like. So. Yeah, I think you would be an, an incredible person to read their article Thank on. You. Um, Paola underscore RDH.15, which I interviewed a couple weeks ago. She is from New Jersey. I love her. She is so fun. She is a ball of energy. She really is. She's so fun. I can't wait to meet her in person because I feel like she just, I, I literally can't wait till we have like a huge dental convention and we can all meet each other. We Instagram get together. I know. It's so funny. (laughs) Uh, she asked, is Joe? Has Zoe tried the Oral B I O yet? Oh, I haven't. She hasn't, haven't. guys. She really has. I want to, but I kind of feel like a traitor. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think that it can be viewed someone like that, something like that, and your heart can be kind of torn. But I do know that a lot of patients love Oral B, and so. I kind of looked at it that way. You know, growing yeah. up, my parents only gave me the Philips Sonicare toothbrush. So I really only oh. knew that toothbrush. And it wasn't yeah. until dental hygiene school when they came, the reps, and they gave us a free uh, Oral-B toothbrush. I was like, okay, like, I'm going to give this toothbrush a shot. And I was like, huh, this is definitely different. It's oscillating. It's round. Um I wasn't really used to it. However, I could see why patients love it. And I find that a lot of the older generation um, really is a huge fan of Oral-B. 
So picking up the Oral-B IO and learning about the new advanced technology that it provided for patients, I was really intrigued because I feel like it was a long time coming and it was about darn time that they advanced their technology because Philips Sonicare does have an amazing toothbrush. Like the technology on that toothbrush alone is wild. Um, the fact that it tells you when you're brushing too hard, it tells you when to replace your toothbrush head. Um, it's different settings. You can change the toothbrush head to soft bristled for your tongue, um, a larger head, whatever it may be. And you can also download an app. It was about darn time that Oral-B finally came to the same level. And I'm so happy to see them do that for those patients that are Oral-B diehards. Yeah, it was time to get some smart technology. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Because you have tried it. Does it tell you when to change your toothbrush head? Because I that's my favorite feature. Yes, it does. Pocket. It does? Okay. Yeah, good. it does. It's They're very, very similar. Um, I will say that the screen itself is kind of cool because it's like a, I don't know the proper word, but like a computer screen almost. Yeah, I seem like the smile. That's cool. Yeah, and... Um, versus like the Phillips, it has an engraving in the toothbrush and then it lights up next to it. Um, I really like that in the computer screen area, you can change your uh, language. So for people that speak Spanish or French, whatever it may be, you can adjust it to your language, which I find is very, very cool. Um, Yeah, so I'm a huge fan. I like both of them, and I'm very, very happy that I was able to try both of them and understand why patients may like one over the other. And so, um, with that said, I think both of them are great options, and I'm just glad to see Oral-B finally up there as well. Um, Okay, so the underscore... French underscore hygienist Marie she sent us some questions she wants to know how do you adjust from being a student to a professional Hmm. (laughs) I think for me it was actually really hard in some ways to adjust because in my program I'm going to speak for mine because I don't know how others are because I wasn't in them, but there was a lot of dental insurance lingo that I did not understand fully when I got out of the program. And secondly, adjusting to the different um, computer systems or um, x-ray stuff that they use I think that was kind of adjustment for me in each office. And thirdly, if you work for a few different dentists, it's also, I would say, somewhat difficult for certain people to adjust the different personalities and standards that each dentist holds, which may be completely different from one dentist to the other. 
What would you say? Yeah, I agree with all that completely. I think um, that my school that I also teach at now prepares you professionally. Like, they have the highest quality of standards. Um, But, yes, I think you have to adjust to, like you said, the different uh, environment and the technology that they may have. And I did not know any insurance coding coming out of hygiene school Mm -hmm. I think that just comes with practice I saw a hygienist she posted on her Instagram and she said you know how long did it take you to feel comfortable actually it was Amy um I don't know if you know Amy on Instagram I don't know her full handle but she'll hear this and she'll know yeah Um, I think it's like Amy Parente or something like that yes um she said it took her five years to feel fully comfortable as a dental professional and I haven't even met that five-year mark yet so um yeah it just takes time it really does I think it takes time to feel comfortable um enough to switch patients from a traditional six-month profi to like a four-month or three-month and holding your ground to that um that's one thing so I would say the way that I adjusted to it was I kind of just rolled with the punches I didn't take anything too serious meaning like I didn't let it get me or affect me to the point like where I thought I was a bad clinician. I knew that I had so much to learn. I was eager to learn. I asked lots of questions. Um, I made sure that if I felt hesitant on something, I had that difficult conversation with my dentist about it. Like, how do you want me to go about this? How can we work better as a team? Um, what do you want me to do as your dental hygienist? I was really adamant about asking their expectations of me. And I feel like that made the transition a lot smoother. Yeah. Having a dentist who you're comfortable speaking to about your problems, um, and who supports you and is also wanting to learn more is definitely key. My dentist, you know, provides me with all of that. She also asked, what is the thing that stood out to you about the office that you work at that made you feel it was the one for you? Ooh. So my um, my office finding is very unique. I started at my corporate office as a flow. So I would go to all of the different offices within like an hour plus radius it was an hour and a half radius what and yeah I would drive all those ways you are dedicated girlfriend I complain about like my 35 minute drive for a whole year and a half I did that um and that was so that I could feel out the offices and I'm still glad I did that to this day um and I came upon my office and I was subbing there, right? I would cover all of the vacations that the hygienists would need. And um, they didn't have a hygienist. That's why I was subbing there. They didn't have one at the time. And the dentist said, you know, Zoe, I really like the way you diagnose. You know, I like, you know, I'm good at my job. She basically, like, just complimented me and says, you know, I think we work well together. Would you consider staying at my office? And I think I was just so... um, like honored really that a dentist thought that of me that I was like of course I'll be your partner you know so 
Aww. That's so sweet. That's really sweet. And that's how you knew they were the one. Yep. She's the one. <laughs> For me, um, I was temping at a few different offices at the time. So I had picked up, I think, one or – gosh, I can't remember because this was so long ago. But I believe I picked up two days at Dr. Kapadia's office, which is the office that you guys always see on my stories. And I picked up one day for Dr. Lindbergh. And then I was kind of floating the other two days at different offices and testing the waters to see which one I would like. Um, it was great because I feel like I got to see how different offices were ran and what I did and did not like. Um, I dealt with an office that had a very... Um, different office manager and we bumped heads a lot and the hygienist that also worked there on different days kind of warned me about her and I gave this manager the benefit of the doubt and I just kind of like acted okay I'm going to give this office manager a clean slate but then she would do things that in my opinion weren't the kindest or um in her scope of practice as an office manager. And so I approached my other dental office that I work at. I worked at one day a week, <clears throat> which I'm there now, two days. And I asked him, is there any way that you would be open to another day of hygiene with me? And he said, absolutely. Like, I would love to. I didn't know that you wanted to leave any of your other offices, but I'd love to offer you another day here. So it kind of worked out to, I narrowed it down to two offices that I was there full time, half and half between the both of them. And I haven't looked back since. And the two things that I love about both of my bosses slash dentists that I work with is for one, one side is very fun, young, energetic to work with. And then I have my other dentist that's just down to earth the most easygoing person dentist you'll probably ever meet in your life just wants you to show up to work be happy do your job and do good by people and I just love that about him um and I appreciate both dentists for different reasons so finding my home took me a little bit I think God showed me two great dentists but then also showed me the bad side of dentistry and from that point forward I kind of knew that okay Jasmine that that doesn't work for me but for sure these other two are a perfect match yeah so definitely I feel like temping yeah it's a good idea right I feel like you're able to kind of feel people out and say okay I do or do not like this <laughs> Yeah, I feel like there is such a, like, stigma about, like, quitting a job, putting your two weeks notice in, like, that it's bad, it's negative, but sometimes, you know, you're doing the right thing for you, and I don't think we should look at it that way. Yes, I mean, you're there at that job for a good portion of the day, and, or I'm sorry, of your life, life. so <laughs> I feel like if you're not happy at work, you kind of bring it home. Yes. And that's what was happening to me with when I first started at that 
one office one day a week um, that I was unhappy at, I would come home just so miserable. And I would honestly go into work dreading it as well because I was so unhappy. Have you ever had that? Yeah, definitely. It's not fun. No. <laughs> I and hate it. It needs to change. So yes. It's, you did this. Right? I'm I'm really really happy that I made the change and I I haven't looked back. I have not looked back and nor do I want to. Um I'm trying to see if I have any more questions. Okay, I do. All right. Underscore Aaron Reader. It's either reader or writer. Asked um, she said, hi, I've been watching your TikToks for like ever and you were actually part of what inspired me to go to school for dental hygiene, but I am nervous. I've seen a lot of people say that the back, shoulder and neck pain isn't worth it. What has your experience been? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot had to do has to do with how you take care of your body, how much you work and your ergonomics so for me four days was perfect for you three four or five days may be perfect I don't know it really depends on your body and how much you can handle um did I experience neck back and shoulder pain absolutely when a school from going from one patient a day at school where you get to concentrate on this patient for what two to three hours to seeing eight to nine patients a day at a general practice for me was a huge shock to my body. And I was immediately presented with neck pain and shoulder pain on my right side, which is my working hand. Um, And I found that I could not not go to a chiropractor or acupuncturist or a massage therapist and treat myself and I needed to not push my body to such limits and I needed to take care of the one body that I have for the rest of my life so that means getting massages once or twice a month going to the chiropractor when you are in pain and trying, you know, yoga or Pilates, going on walks once you get home. Don't get into a routine of just going to work. Um, That would be my biggest recommendation. Yeah, I still need to try acupuncture. I haven't tried that yet. Um, I just want to try it also for fun, not just for pain. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But... I agree. Uh, my massages are essential to help prevent pain and chiropractor visits help prevent pain. Honestly, my love for teeth keeps me going. Um, so I wouldn't do it any other way. Where I am now, I wouldn't do it any other way. So you're saying work four days, treat yourself to a massage And do you do any type of extracurricular activities that help you? I stretch, 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 stretch all day long. Do you stretch like in between like patients as well? At the office, yes. Do you use the door? Because I use the door. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, I don't use the door. No, I usually just sit in my stool and do it in front of the computer in between patients. So, so I use the door to kind of stretch and I don't know how to explain it on a podcast or in a phone conversation, but you should look up stretches using a door, um, to help your body out. Or you could do some sitting down ones that I'm sure Chloe knows about as well. I think it's they okay have them on YouTube. That you keep calling me Chloe. I mean Chloe, <laughs> freaking a! Oh my gosh, I'm so it's sorry, no. Zoe. Ah! It's okay. I, it's okay. You I know why I keep doing that? Because yeah. I don't know if you hear in the background like a ping, ping. Yeah. It's my friend Chloe, and oh. she. <laughs> She's going to listen to this. Oh. And so I'm seeing her name and then your name, Zoe. Oh, gosh, that's so embarrassing. She's well, going to be like, I finally made it. In the yeah, she's going to be. I'm not even a dental hygienist or in the dental professional. And I made it into the podcast. <laughs> Zoe. Frick, I messed up. I'm sorry. Let's start that's over. Okay. All right. Can we go on a second date? Still like a second podcast second date? date. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine like going on a date with someone and calling them by the wrong name? every single one i'm sorry for you i know (laughs) all right last question um tim bar t-y-m-b-a-r she said jasmine i'm starting the dental hygiene program at the university of minnesota this fall thoughts on tattoos in the office have you noticed it becoming more acceptable considering the younger generations are getting more tattoos i love your podcast and glad i found it before i start the program Ooh, that is a phenomenal question it has been three years since i have been to been in the program but while while i was in the program i know that my professors were pretty big on professionalism and that meant covering up your tattoos and taking out piercings we weren't allowed to have any nose piercings facial piercings I don't even think we were allowed to have earrings in um, or wear any type of jewelry on our hands and as far as tattoos the people that did have tattoos on their arms or hands they had to wear something to cover it um, but I have seen hygienists that have tattoos in the practice and like after graduating, of course, and I noticed, and I don't know if the same for you, Zoe, but, um, they tend to wear like longer sleeves. Um, and I don't know if it's for the fear of when you first meet a patient, they unfortunately, build an opinion around your looks or appearance so my advice um, again like this is just my personal opinion is I would just personally cover up until you get to know the patients Um, just because you don't want to set the tonality for the appointment and in the wrong off the wrong start um I'll be honest with you, like, I used to have a nose piercing, and I took it out. I had a hoop, and... (laughs) Me too. You did? Yeah, we all had that stage. (laughs) I'm so happy I'm not alone. I'm so happy I'm not alone. 
Um, I actually, like, in my wedding photos, I have it. It was one of my favorite oh. things. And I was so sad when I had to take it out. <laughs> I know, I do. I was so sad when I took them out because I loved, loved my nose ring. Okay? So to part ways with it when I got into the program was sad. That's what brought me to parting my ways also. <laughs> but then also my husband made a comment of like, you know, you're kind of reaching an age where uh, it's questionable. Not. And I was like, you, you, well, I'll let you fill in the blank. But um, <laughs> I was like, even when I graduated, I said, you know, can I bring back the nose ring? And he's like, oh, babe, I don't know. Like, you're almost 30. What are people going to think? I was like, I don't care what people think. And plus, I have a mask on. And yeah. he's like, but still, like, do you want to have those difficult conversations with patients and uncomfortable ones? Like, do you even want to add that to the mix of everything else that you're going through during each appointment? So I said no. Yeah. But obviously, tattoos are way different because they're permanent. Um, so, and there's nothing wrong with tattoos. And yes, they are becoming more and more... Uh, acceptable and more and more people have them shoot i've even seen dennis with it so what are your thoughts school that i teach at as a professor you cannot have visible tattoos no piercings no jewelry whatsoever um and if you do have those things you have to cover it whether that be with a band-aid a shirt whatever it is it has to be covered and you do get a grade on your appearance at every clinic session um it's a minimal grade but it still is a grade you can get docked down for it um so i would say i would wait if it were me until after school to get them because yes i think almost every single one of my coworkers has tattoos except for the dentist and i <laughs> we're the only two that don't have it so <laughs> it's, it's and do the people in more. your office do they cover up their tattoos um most of them do yeah because we wear long scrub jackets um but some of them have tattoos like by their ears and those cannot be covered um we're definitely a very accepting office of everyone all tattoos, all piercings, um, and we even wear, like, some of the, my coworkers wear, like, long nails and stuff. That is a no-go in dental hygiene school. No acrylics. Yep, no, no, no. You, <laughs> no okay, acrylics. in dental hygiene school, you listen to whatever in the world they tell you. If they tell you, you need to wear blue, you wear blue. You yeah. just do whatever it takes to get through hygiene. <laughs> listen to your professors. Do not be, like the outsider or a difficult person, you are going to make your life hell, okay? <laughs> that is like the nicest way to put it. Listen to your professors, listen to your program, whatever they say, do. Um, when you get out of hygiene, things do change a little bit, but <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> follow everything that they say. That's what I'm trying to get to. Um, do whatever it takes just to get that license and make it out, you know, and when you get into the real world, 
you can make that judgment call for yourself. And that's all I really can say about it, to be honest with you. It's kind of like boot camp. Yeah. Like, you're just going to go to boot camp for two years. Okay. And it it's going to be different than the real world. And you just have to accept it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Now I'm part of that. Yep. Yep. No, I'm the facilitator. You are the facilitator. You definitely are. Uh, All right, Zoe. So we are so excited for you. Congratulations again on your coming up wedding. That is so exciting. Um, I'm sure you have your wedding dress and everything, right? Yes, I can't wait to share it with you all. I know. What's What's your theme of your wedding? Uh, very fall colors, very burgundies and um, I love like burgundies, gold, all that. I love it. I cannot wait to yes. see pictures. You better share it all on your story or Instagram, whatever, so we could feel yeah, like we're actually there or invited. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I just want to say thank you again for joining us. If you guys aren't following her, her Instagram handle is Tooth Fairy Zoe. Z O, and her she is a dental hygienist from Ohio, right? Ohio, yes. Ohio, and a professor, <laughs> and she also is an influencer for Philips Sonicare, one of the best electric toothbrushes in the market. And if you want, guys, want to get some more information from from her, she would be more than happy, I'm sure, to help you guys out. Of course. And I want to thank you for having me. This was so much fun. No, thank you for coming on and sharing your life with us and opening your heart. Um, I'm so happy that I had the pleasure of talking to you. And I hope that school goes well for you and that you kill it with your bachelor's. I know my girl, Brush with Brit, is also getting her bachelor's degree as well. She's killing it. Yeah, she's killing it too. I don't know how you guys are doing it. I commend you because I don't want to ever go back to school. <laughs> I don't want to either. I feel like I have PTSD <laughs> from dental hygiene school, so I'm good. But kudos to anybody else that goes for it because you're the real ones. On that note, it was great talking to you, and I look forward to seeing your content on IG. Awesome. Thanks, Jasmine. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Bye, babe. Take care. Bye. All right, guys, so you heard her. It was a pleasure talking to Zoe. I messed up on her names a couple times. Thanks to my friend Chloe texting me. I love you, Chloe. <laughs> Chloe and Zoe. Oh, God, that was embarrassing. Oh, well, life happens. Um, okay, so thanks for joining us today on our podcast. It was great talking about some difficult conversations I hope that you guys got some clarity on a few of your answers, a few of our answers. I look forward to our next week's podcast as hopefully I will bring on a new influencer. Thank you guys again for joining me. If you guys aren't following me yet on Just Flossit, I have an Instagram, TikTok, and obviously a podcast known as Just Flossit. Everything is under Just Fawcett. It's so easy to find. Again, this podcast was brought to you by OrthoBuddy, a 360-degree toothbrush that was made specifically for people going through orthodontic treatment. 
I couldn't be more happy with the results that I gained through using it on my mom. I found that it was the perfect soft bristle toothbrush and you replace it every three to four months, just like your average typical toothbrush. Guys, you should try this on your patients. You are absolutely going to love it. Their Instagram handle is ortho underscore buddy and you can also find them on their website. It is www.ortho-buddy.com. They're super easy to find and like I've said in the past, they hold lunch and learns for you, which are perfect if you are looking for a brush to help your (laughs) non-compliant ortho brushing patients. Until then, it was so great talking to you guys. I love having you guys every single time. If you guys have any more questions, please feel free to contact me on my Instagram, Just Flossit. I'd be happy to discuss different topics that you are having trouble with. Love you guys, and thanks for tuning in to my podcast this week. Enlightening, honest, and funny. You've been listening to Just Floss It with Jasmine Capra. Keep up with Jasmine at JustFlossIt.com and follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Just Floss It. Thanks for listening. I wish you guys the best week ever. Mwah. Bye, guys. Gazing at the blue of the night Stars are filling up the sky You take my hand in yours We'll make our own constellations I could say how much you mean To me, but it won't mean a thing Cause words never sound quite right Let's find our own kind of language We've searched the whole world Whole world and all around it Didn't know what we were looking for Till we found it They could say we've seen the highest mountain